Hello everyone, welcome back to the MCU crew, and welcome to the Summer of Morbius. Oh, it's actually over, I'm so sorry. What? Really? Uh, attendance for Morbius down 74% after the first week, I'm so sorry. God Summer of Morbius is over. So I, Wait, so they I'm went so down sorry. to 1 billion? I had my, uh, like, I had my, you know, hot girl Morbius look. Hot summer Morbius. No, hot Morbius summer is over. I'm so hot, sorry. Hot boy it went Morbius from, summer. Yeah. Sadly, down 74% from every person on planet Earth seeing it four times to every person only wanting to see it once. It was, a, it was a tough ride, but here we are. Well. I know even, even stars must fade. I wanted to let that breathe a little. You know, I, I had that deserves... A moment of silence. I want to know yeah, all the air that it uh, takes out of the room. I want to know that I rubbed my eyes right before this, and it looked like I was kind of crying there too. So it felt really good. Yeah, I had like a little red going on, where I was like, "Rip, yeah, rip." It made all the more bucks that it could. You know, yeah. Sad times. Sad times. There was like there was a, you know what there was a good solid day where everyone was talking about Morbius and that quickly passed. Well, and now I we've mean, all collectively moved on. Talking is is I guess a way to phrase. Is shitting on is is probably <laughs> more apt description of what now, was occurring. But yeah. it's time for Madam Web. Get ready. <laughs> oh, no, the next Marvel superhero. The next. Marvel superhero. I'm ready for it. Madam Web. Madam Web. I'm ex who's playing Madam? Isn't it uh why do I think it's uh the girl from isn't it Dakota Fanning? So I'm like, no. Dakota Fanning? No, I don't think so. Maybe I'm just blank. Isn't it the girl from that um um god damn it, what is not eyes wide shut, the like new age item wise. Eyes wide shut. Are you talking Dakota Euphoria? Johnson? Wasn't Dakota John that's the name of the actress who's playing Madam Webb. And Dakota Johnson was in the uh the like Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. It's the Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, lady. 50 why yeah. did I think you <laughs> Look, I got there. It's just my boomer mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I get it. I had I to understand. connect the dots. It's we're slow. The coffee is not uh, kicking Johnson. in yet. Yeah. I'm gonna let you know, Dakota Johnson, take that money and, and run. run yeah just get, no get one about out. to see that movie but get like girl take you get yours yeah <laughs> yeah yeah damn anyways it's now day seven billion trillion of not having a thor trailer marvel is still holding that for love and thunder we don't uh, have any news on when it's going to come out a couple rumors it'll be saying, at the end it'll be at the end of multiverse of madness 100 percent. dude that's that'll be the post credit scene in between the two movies coming they, out they did a press tour, my man. Honestly, I 100% believe the the uh, stuff that was on Reddit about how the reason why there's not a trailer is because they had to do major gore reshoots. I believe that shit now. Maybe. I, I, I guess I, they changed Gore the God Butcher, like his look. Yeah. Completely, they changed it. I which... mean, we know more about the movie because of the goddamn action figures than we do about trailer or any like actual promotional material. Um, are there new toys? Do there are new toys. toys. We have we have actual storylines that have been spoiled by these toys. Uh, what? If you guys want to take a look, I'll throw up the spoiler tag. Uh, Spoil oh, me, toy daddy. Let's see. These okay. fucking um, toy spoilers, for some reason, are so upsetting to me. I don't know why, but I'm always just like, really? That's what we're getting spoiled by? 
We've resorted to begging for toy crumbs in the absence of a proper, truly, is this where us Marvel fans have found ourselves? What is this voice? May I have, may I have another? It's my, it's my Stephen Papa? Grant voice. Oh, okay. Papa, gotcha. may I have another? Well, another spoiler, Papa. The top oh, I three don't here. know what that means. The top three here are not the big spoilers, really. Caught sausage and mustard. We got a little Mighty Thor, a.k.a. Jane Foster Thor, mm-hmm. with her a, a movable head. You can take her head off. I don't know if that means that uh, she's got neck cancer. Like, what's going on? <laughs> That's how they solve it? Remove yeah. her head? <laughs> Just remove her head. Look, Tyke nice. said it was going to be crazy. Uh, we got a little Groot. Uh, we have the guy from Powder uh, as Gore. It looks real ridiculous. I, uh, I... I'm really, I don't know if I like the look of this character. At least the toy of the character looks kind of rough to me to see Gore like the, this. And this is what's interesting about it is the original photos of Gore look very, like, with the tentacles and stuff. Yeah. Like, like look like the comic book version. And this guy and the poster, there's a, uh, there's an official uh, poster of his character. Doesn't look like his ass at all. The sword looks dope, though. The all black looks really badass. Do you uh, think it's because they wanted to make him look more like Christian Bale? I don't know. I mean, so people can be like, "Hey." I guess Thanos looked a little bit like his actor, Josh Brolin. Like, yeah, yeah. By the end, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's where the spoilers and storylines uh, start to reveal themselves. We got a little Ravager Thor. He's a member of the Ravagers. I think that's how that movie's going to start, is he's a spacefaring guardian of the galaxy. Uh, And we also have King Valkyrie. So we know what her deal is now. She is the... We kind of knew that already, but this makes it, you know, straight up official. She is the leader of Asgard uh, in everything, including name. And Star-Lord straight up in this, which we knew, but Ravager Thor is a little bit of the, the new thing. So all of this was kind of soft confirmed, but this pretty much locks it in. Ravager Thor looks straight up like an 80s metal band member with this like cut off leather jacket and like sleeveless shirt and just straight up muscles. And that's it. <laughs> it definitely it's, it is 100% a Taika Waititi thing. Like just looking at that, 100% that is just like, we're going to make him look uh like he's from the '80s, and like give him a whole vibe. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. And then there's just straight up like armored as Asgardian Thor over here with the removable hand. I don't know. I guess that's maybe the grip. What this isn't Mjolnir. What is the name of the axe? Storm Stormbreaker, right? Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like okay. that. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are the spoilers. That's all we got. Not not necessarily the biggest, but. I really wonder what that trailer's going to have. Do toys look really stupid when you're looking at them in a photo, like in good lighting? But when you're in a store, they look so cool. Or when they're like on your shelf. Uh, But then when they're in that bubble wrap packaging and fluorescent lighting and a photo of them is on the internet, for me, they always look stupid. I I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. Think, I think I don't know why that is. 
I think like, why is it that if you were to put those in a Disney gift shop, I would be like, these are great. But when I'm seeing them laid out like that, I'm like, that's, these suck. <laughs> these whoa, suck. Whoa, whoa. All right, hold on. What's that? Uh, open image and new tab. This is for all the kids at home. I'm going to send this to you. Here's a close-up. Oh, what is this of? The box art or something? No, this is a close-up of Gore the God Butcher. Oh, oh, the toy. The toy. Yeah. Okay. I've carried the spoilers over to here. Yeah. Oh, he's missing his head. Is that Well, he has, like, tendrils, and this is... Again, I feel like this is them trying to... We have Christian Bale. We don't want to cover him prosthetics. I feel like this is definitely a, a corporate thing. Here's he, this, he looks like Voldemort, not this is, uh, he looks like the you know like the the uh, engineers right from Prometheus. That's him. That's the back of the box. He does look back of the back. You're totally right. He does look like the engineer from Prometheus. Back of the box. Yeah, like <laughs> you you killed Jesus, and therefore your society has been found lacking. Dude, I forgot that was a point i forgot that was a plot point in the movie that jesus Yo, was I, love Prometheus I forgot that I, hey, I love that movie i'm sorry i love it i don't know why it's my one flaw my one character flaw but that looks like the dude from prometheus it's like mankind has failed you know can i tell so, you prometheus two-thirds a great movie and then one two-thirds, third yeah. they were like oh i think we're supposed to be alien and they tried really hard to be alien again yeah if they would have yeah. just scrapped the alien part and like made a crazy sci-fi movie that shit would have yes. been flawless agreed flawless. agreed he looks all right i, I think i'm seeing it's this not, yeah it's not bad Gore looks a little bit he better. just doesn't look like the the canonical gore he but doesn't like look bad. like a guy that's just gonna murder gods and he a looks lot sympathetic. of gods. when i look at his eyes i see sadness yeah see you I do. A little bit of sadness. Look at his eyes. You don't That's see That's because he's after Harry Potter, the boy <laughs> who got away. That's going to be. The internet's going to run with that. Here's uh, here's Ravager Potter. Thor. Back of the box. Yo, I love, I love this Thor. Huge fan of this. Because I think it 100% plays into Hemsworth. Yeah. Like, this whole thing up and down reads... I'm about to watch a movie with Chris Hemsworth have the best fucking time, and I'm here for it. Here for it. That is true. I was excited to see Christian Bale naked. What? Harry Potter! Let's be real. (laughs) Gore is, like, naked except for a hoodie he wears. I was like, is that, does that mean Christian Bale's gonna be walking around in white paint. The only sword I wield. That, that guy's body transformations alone sell movie tickets. I was like Could ready be. to hear. Oh, Christian Bale has gained 278 pounds of muscle to play Gore the God Butcher. And he's going to be doing this entire thing with nothing but a pasty over his junk. Because that's Gore's like, am I, am I wrong? Hold up. Let me look up Gore. Let me look up Gore. Yeah, most 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 wrong. of Gore's he's like most of Gore's art naked. is like yeah yeah he's got like flowing he looks uh most most of the Gore art looks like ancient Greek like Greco Roman mm-hmm. statues with like the flowing robes and stuff yeah he's mm-hmm. a cool ass character yeah yeah he's like mostly naked this next one I don't know what's going on it that doesn't look 
like Natalie Portman at all. And the, the text says, Jane Foster's life is forever changed when she mysteriously comes to possess the hammer Mjolnir and the power of the mighty Thor. What's interesting about this is that it is the cracked, broken version. And Hela cracked that in Norway, right? Right, where, so, where they founded the town. So it's possible yeah. she could get it there. What Maybe if, they've even rebuilt it in the town. I don't know. Let me ask you this. What if the story is that Thor is in space doing Ravager and Guardian business? All the while, back on Earth, Natalie Portman from MCU-verse gets cancer and dies. And this is a variant where she becomes no. Thor somehow. You don't think they kill it's her? complicated. Not happening. They're definitely not going to do a got cancer, died story. Not you happening. don't think cancer? Do you think cancer is in this plot whatsoever? No, I, I don't. Am, no, I it's don't think so, so either. Dark. It's such yeah. a dark storyline. And they just lost one of their actors to cancer. I don't and think... And another major plot point of, of another movie is the dude's mom dying of brain cancer. So I don't know that there's like... I don't know that it's yeah. going to happen. Okay. All right. Well, I think I'm sure it's going to be like... What, what's it's the one thing that's like super dark about the comics is like, oh, when she... What is it like when she's Thor, she doesn't have the cancer? Or yes. no, hold up. We did that. Yeah, we did this like, before. It yeah. moves it from her body, but then when she goes, as soon as she detransforms, she has it again. Right. Who do you and think? So I should really reread those comics. They're really good. But who do you think Gore takes out then on on the Asgardian pantheon to invoke Thor to actually like battle him? Or do you think it's just they start taking out other pantheons like Zeus dies and Thor's like, oh, Zeus is dead. Well, Od Odin's already like passed the fuck out. He's not even living. He's in his long sleep. I don't. Okay, I'm trying to think. I don't necessarily think that. Freya's dead. Hela's dead. Per, per, Asgard's gone. Yeah, we didn't. Well, we didn't. We didn't see Hella die on camera. I don't think. No, Hella's gone. No. Hella exploded with Asgard. That story. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. She didn't die on camera though. Yeah. Loki's Odin, dead. Like, is Thor the only Asgardian had... living? In no, terms of no, a there's god? The, all the As. Uh, As what's god? her face? Um. Uh. Uh. God, what is her name? Oh, the girl um, that was in Loki, Lady Sif. Yeah, Sif is back. Because the is Warriors back. Three was... are dead, but Lady Sif is still there. She. What yeah, about she the um um the bridge person whose name I cannot think of right now? That character. He's super dead. He got killed by Thanos. Heimdall. He's dead. Yeah. Heimdall's oh, did dead. Heimdall get snapped? Yeah, at the beginning. No, Heimdall of, got uh, stabbed Infinity in the War. in the beginning. He's the guy who gets. Hulk oh, out. you're right. Yeah. Oh Heimdall my god, died. I completely almost, forgot that. Yeah, most of them are dead. The only I, I think here's the thing is that there's enough that I think that we can discover. Like there could be other 
ones. But I think because they're all dead, that's the reason why we have all these other gods showing up in the uh, the thing. You know, Maybe. Like Zeus and yeah. Maybe. I'm just I'm trying to piece together like how. I mean, maybe Gore goes after Thor, and that's where Jane Foster comes in. Like, maybe Thor actually gets close to dying or something. That'd be kind of wild. Honestly, I think it's going to be the reverse. I think it's going to be the the goof is that Jane Foster finds the, like, you know, the, the, the remnants of... Mjolnir, whatever. Go with Mew Mew. And um, puts it together and gets imbued with the powers of Thor. And then through like a comedy of errors, while our boy, uh, uh, actual Thor is like out gallivanting around the galaxy, Gore the God Butcher is going to come to Earth looking for Thor and find this Thor. And that's going to bring, that's going to cause other Thor to have to return to Earth. And then... You know, oh. we'll learn the valuable lesson at the end. Like, she didn't even need Thor, bro. She could have handled that shit herself. The end. Is there any multiverse in this it. movie? Um, Like, does Loki show up in this movie? The Loki from Loki. From the TV show. I think if that's the case, that is like... That's the best kept secret they've ever done. True. Yeah, well I feel enough. like we'd know by now. We would it's... definitely know by now. I so I'm trying to sort out my thoughts. I think based off of the clothing choices and like the idea of there being a Ravager Thor, I definitely think they're gonna lean into this idea that Thor's always kind of been like this aloof party boy that's not super responsible. So yeah. I wonder if Jane is going to take care of the Asgardian refugees left on planet earth while he's gone could be i'm trying like, to... i almost wonder if she would go there looking for him and then realize like he's kind of because isn't he's in space yeah he goes off with the guardians at the end of uh yeah end game i was trying to remember his mental state he's still like uh he's still chunky thor at the end of that so the start of that movie is definitely going to be him and star lord like working out there's going to be a montage of him getting back into shape especially if we see him that way as ravager thor 100 percent, they're gonna have a montage of him getting back into shape at the start of the movie and like i totally understand him being depressed and stuff like that like i get it but it's clear even then like these are refugees that lost their entire home planet and he's like i need to play Fortnite and drink with my homies like he's that's why I never to... been yeah mm-hmm. that's why he yeah, came he's... to uh what's her name because he was just like, I can't He's never been like a good leader. So I wonder if like there's going to be something that compels Jane to like rebuild the hammer. And maybe she rebuilds it for whoever is going to be taking care of those people. But then it chooses her. Could be. Yeah. I'm, I just don't know why. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing will be like what the inciting incident is that leads her to the hammer. Everything else I think pretty much makes sense. But her having the hammer, I don't think I like... I would love to know what the MCU version of her being like. And now I have a hammer is. Because that, that can be literally anything. There's so many ways it can go. That yeah. I have no clue. I It is... It kind of sucks that those <laughs> toys came out. Because that would be kind of a cool reveal. 
I wonder if that's going to be in the trailer at all. Like if they're going to try to keep that quote a, a secret for like an on-screen reveal to the general audience that's, you know, not watching podcasts where they show trailers of Natalie Portman being Thor. They could, right. they could wait, but it seems like that's kind of widely known, but you know, the circles Didn't that I travel in. Didn't she announce it at Comic-Con? Didn't she like lift up the hammer and like say she's like the new Thor at Comic-Con? You're, yeah, I do remember something she like did, that yeah. years ago. Like it's, it's confirmed that like she's, she's Thor. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, kind of sucks. I wish that was a, that would be kind of a cool reveal. At least on screen. But. Oh, a hundred percent would be awesome for it to happen on camera. It would be like, but uh, yeah, I feel like they. I remember her holding up the hammer and like people cheering and like her confirming that she wasn't just like Thor's love interest, but like she was Thor. Yeah. Uh, Crafter in my chat says it's a Taika film. Gore comes to kill the Asgardians. Instead, kills the Asgardian actors of Loki, Odin, Hela, Matt Damon, Sam Neill, and Melissa McCarthy. That's one. Oh my God! Oh yeah. What if that, yeah, no, that's definitely gonna if happen. that happens, I would love that. That would that's be a great way. To that would be so happening. dark, though. It would be very. They're dark. just actors. They're just actors. Yeah. I hope that happens, but that would that would be like a week. Maybe that maybe that actually is the best way because everyone kind of expects that now because we've seen that goof right and we know it's going to be in there. Um, and I think they they've actually got someone as well cast to play Zeus in like the actor troupe. I think that got leaked. Uh, but if they just murder him, if Gore just like <laughs> shows up and just destroys them, it'd be kind of fun. Who knows if it'll happen? Jesse, are you finding anything? What are you reading? I see well, your, your someone research says, face. Someone is on. says there's a uh, photo of Gore trying to lift the hammer. Oh, really? They got leaked. I'm just trying to. That? I'm just trying to confirm, but I can't. I have no. I can't find it. Let's see. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. It must be super, yeah. super leaked. Must be very leaked. Yeah. The leakiest leaks. Well, we'll see what happens. We maybe get that trailer next week, or maybe we got to wait all the way till Multiverse of Madness. Uh, the only other bit of news, which uh, kind of just leads straight into episode two of Moon Knight talk, Simu Liu was on Twitter calling out uh, Moon Knight slash Arthur Harrow for having absolute trash Mandarin in that second episode <laughs> when he spoke to the uh, the woman uh, after they get out of the car. Uh, the tweet simu puts out is all right arthur harrow needs to fire his mandarin teacher apparently the mandarin that they speak is just like you it doesn't it doesn't make any sense there's like it it's not even intelligible words i'm gonna let you really know bad. the minute it happened i already knew i was like that doesn't sound real the minute the, the minute they started doing it, i was like mm, gonna have something to say about that so hearing this at least I feel justified in thinking it was like really weird. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound right. It was real bad. Bye. Bye. Hi, chat. Hi, She's chat. leaving on a jet plane. Hi, Jesse and Bronze. I love you and I miss you. <laughs> I love you. She's going on a, uh, a jet plane. Anyways. um, So, yeah. Not, you know, it happens. You would think that they would try to get that right. Especially with them having a big audience now uh after like sean she came out like if i can just get that shit right but it wasn't it wasn't right um 
let's talk about Moon Knight episode two. There's no other news. Bronze, you started the call yes! saying. <laughs> you started yes! the call saying the show went from a two or sorry, from a seven to a nine. Bumped up two yes! points. What was it that won Am you I over? Am I wrong, chat? This last episode was so good. Very They sad. removed a lot of the stuff that I didn't like. Like everything. I was like, I don't like these shutter cuts. They took them out. I was like, I don't like this Venom voice. They, for the most part, took it out. And instead, he's talking to Mark Spector now. Like all of my kind of, it was like a better version of episode one. The plot, I still do not know how they are going to tell a story. In what, four remaining episodes? Four that, more episodes. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That I have no clue. That I'm not sure how they're going to get through what they get through. But I almost wish this was the first episode. <laughs> I like this one. Can, so I, much can I be more. real with you? Same page. Yeah. I think that yep. if you look at the way that they're telling the story, if this was a movie, which I think is kind of what they did, they cut it up from a movie, but like. The, if the whole thing was going to end up in Egypt anyway, the first episode should have been the like, it's weird and I don't know what's going on. What? I'm in Egypt? Cut. End of first episode. Hello. And then, like, totally agree. Totally agree. I didn't like the first episode because it was just the trailer and it didn't really go anywhere, in my opinion. And I felt like I was hitting that point where I was like, do, not, do I not enjoy Marvel stuff anymore? Is this going to be another thing where the YouTube comments tearing me apart for my shit tier <laughs> takes? You know, is this going to be another one of those? But then, like, after seeing episode two, I really do think that that was what I expected from episode one. Because they kind burn. of... It's a very slow burn. Mm. Like, they kind of just reestablished what happened in the first episode. Like, I really think you could start at episode two and understand exactly what's going on. And that's not really yes. a good thing for episode one. Well, that's it, not it, it, what's, exactly what's, a good thing for episode one. But I feel like you could literally start at episode two and have nine, like an 80% idea of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is that that first episode plays like we're about to enter a like very Legion esque. Kind of like, it's about to get weird. Yeah. It's going to be a weird show. And the second episode is none of that. It is so completely not that. It is the Marvel version of, like, d dual personalities in the same body. And, like, yeah, it's it's definitely not at all. Like, it's, like, completely opposite the first episode. It is an entirely different thing. I like the weirdness of episode one, but this one... Felt like it was like the more action movie version of it was more Marvel. episode one. Yeah. I agree with formula. JP. I agree with JP. I love Legion. That's why that's why I suggested we watch it. I love Legion. I thought that that's what Moon Knight was going to be. Mm. But then when episode one unfolded, I was like, I don't like Disney's take on that type of story. Like for me, mm. there was something that wasn't connecting. It was like in living in this weird place between like cartoony and comedic and like broaching really serious subject matter. I feel like in episode two, they finally picked their lane where they were like, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to just go with this. And they leaned because like if they tried to do some of the darker themes of what they were leaning into episode one and then do the bit where he's like in the Mr. Night suit, he's like, oh, these are neat, aren't they? Oh, I look mm -hmm. rather fancy, don't I? I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? But because they, like, 
put us back. It, it's about managing expectations, right? It's about like mm-hmm. the tone of a series. I, I was reminded with this one that we are watching a Marvel show. So don't expect. Do you know what I mean? Don't expect like a depressed man going about his life where people treat him like shit and all this stuff like because that that was what was jarring for me. Sure. Was like I truly felt for this character at points where I was like, I don't like the way people talk to him. It's giving like bullying. It's giving almost like ableism or something. I, I wouldn't talk to people like there was just it felt like um hot fuzz or not hot fuzz. The other one, Shaun of the Dead, where it's like really hard to watch these like dry British people treat someone like garbage for no reason just because they're a little weird. And mm. I really felt for this character and I his, him losing his mind. But then it would cut from that to like. Him with the scarab being like, whoa, whoa, I can't hand you this thing. What's sure. happening? And I was just like. I don't, I still don't the, understand that. It felt weird to me. I don't understand that scene canonically because so far we've seen that Steven is in full control of his body except for that thing of handing over the scarab. Like Mark was never, they mentioned that he, he could like keep something about like keeping focus, but. Mark's never been able to like stay in control or control a aspect unless that was Kanchu, but JP, still it's weird. J are you hinting at a third personality, JP? There's a Jake's in this show. Yeah. They, they've are already, you they've hinting that all but confirmed that Jake shows up in this show? So I'm saying, are you hinting that potentially the the control is that's Jake, the one that's like taking control? Somewhat. I I do. Th- I, I read a comment and it actually really uh, resonated with me that um, the way that they're splitting up the character Mark, Stephen, and all that is basically like taking the the essence of a person, and Stephen is everything like good that could happen in a person, right? Like super knowledgeable. Um, they have his wife in there because he understand. Uh, he like recites that her favorite poem, and so like that was a part of him that uh, resonated and being sure. like good. Um, everything that he wants to do is like morally uh, good and positive, whereas Mark is just like a straight up fucking killer, and like it is aware that he is a bad person and a killer, and is is you know fulfilling the duty that he has to do, and after that he's done. He straight up says as much. I don't know if that means that he's going to like disappear or that aspect is going to disappear or what really he means by that. Um, well, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. And, and, and I think this is, uh, this is the, the moon Knight like lore, but isn't it originally Mark and then Mark creates, uh, yes, uh, Mark, Mark uh, is the base. Yeah. And then Mark has Steven, which is like, the posh hobnob with with like the rich and famous and then there's jake which is like the street level guy yeah he's like hey mister get my cab buddy suave charismatic one yeah and and those are the those are the the three versions and if if the street level dude who's like the sweetheart is steven now i wonder what they've done to change jake well, I don't, the, I don't think like, Steven's the street level guy. He was definitely awkward as fuck in almost all of his encounters. No, but I mean, like, he's, like, working a normal job. He's, oh, like, at, oh. like he's I think awkward. I like Jake functionally gets information 
for right. the other two personalities. I don't think Steven would be capable of doing that. I think Steven's the sleeper cell. Like he's the one that can, you know, live incognito because he doesn't know any better. Um, yeah. And the idea that like, oh, my mom set this up. There's something that there was a throwaway line uh, that wasn't, I think, a throwaway line when he's talking to, uh, was it Lena? I don't, that's, is that correct? Whoever Layla. his wife is. Uh, Layla, yeah, when he's talking Look. to his wife. Um, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, this is my mom's place. And then she goes, oh, you're talking again. I think that entire backstory was just made up by Mark. And Stephen is convinced that, like, all of this, all of his life is just completely fabricated. In terms of his mom buying that apartment, I think that's all just made up. In terms well, of getting that he calls, job, he calls the mom. He calls the mom, and I think based on the two times we saw him call his mom, 100% obvious that he's just leaving a message, which probably means yes. she's not real. That or, and, she, or she died or so. Well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. If but no matter, but no matter what, I, there's alive. no one think, there. He's like, talking to no I one. I think the face crack moment is going to be the thing that, like, comic book readers will know but average viewers won't i think it's going to be that especially because they got into it a bit in this episode everybody thinks that stephen grant is the main personality and mark specter is the side i think what's going to come out is mark specter is the main personality because stephen when he starts saying like well how long have you been around when he starts asking those questions it gets a little uncomfortable and mark specifically says that it didn't used to be like this that the person who was in control of the body didn't have that much power. Right. But now something has changed. And in times you can almost feel like Mark is getting uncomfortable because it seems like he was able previously to step into the driver's seat whenever he wanted. And in the interim, Stephen provides him a pretty great cover. Right. I think that's why his accent is really bad. I think like it's intentional. I think they're trying to, I think he's an American who's faking a French accent. I think he's the perfect persona, the passport and everything. Like, I do think Mark Spector is the main personality. And I think Stephen's going to have a really haunting epiphany. Yeah. I think like Stephen's going to have a horrible realization at the, at the end of the, cause like there's too many loopholes where it doesn't make sense because he's sitting there. He's like, I can't feed my fish and I've lost my job. And I've, this has all happened because of you. And it's like, Okay, but all the other times Mark killed these archaeologists in Egypt and did all this stuff. He was in your body, supposedly. Did you black out for a week? Or, oh, wait, were you, like, not around then? Oh, wait, it might be that you're actually, like, the, the side personality. And he's just been letting you take control because you're the perfect foil. It's like hiding in plain sight. No one's ever going to suspect this guy. Yeah. The the question then is, what is that incident that caused Stephen to? Because it, it's very obvious based on just Stephen's like past, and there's only so much. It like only goes back so far, and you know how long has Stephen been working at the museum? When was the moment that Stephen like like that apartment? It's like an interesting plot device. Like how long has he had that? What, what you, is the you know random tangent? What do you guys think the significance of the sand is? Is that to show that uh, he left? Is that is that a way for him to trace yeah. if there's footsteps? Or is That's there more to it? That, that was what I assumed based off of his reaction to seeing prints in the sand. I thought it was like him 
remember like a, a way for him to know whether or not he'd been out of bed yeah okay but it's also like it makes me wonder if it's happened before and we never like off camera but what were you saying Jesse? yeah it's no it's just like a little far off of the bed so you could kind of like jump it if you wanted to yeah i don't know but it, but yeah uh quinn is saying it's like the flower test and paranormal activity yeah totally agree but i think the sand bit is fun because it's both one evocative of sand egypt it's great but yeah. also it reminds me a lot of lost when Uh-oh. they would put the salt around the house to prevent the like dude like the 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 monster in there like you know one of those things like it was preventative measure and lost as well to keep something locked inside yeah so i don't know super interesting yeah sorry i was i was reading different chat stuff um i kind of wonder too with the the episode one easter egg of having frenchie in the missed calls if frenchie is the uh will will show up at all and that will be where like jake takes over um and we get like you know the the frenchie jake storyline i also think uh the gold guy because the credits say so the gold guy's gonna come in super clutch uh, but i now that we're in egypt i don't understand how the gold guy's gonna get from london to egypt and this is what's crazy about this show like i imagine if this was all released at one time you could watch it in like a movie format yeah but because it's a tv show i keep thinking like this if you look at it as a tv show the speed in which shit is happening seems so fast yeah and then when you look at the the the, the clips that we've yet to see from even before we started we were looking at the episode supposed three. episode three trailer like there's a lot of egypt stuff there's a lot of weird cult stuff but then there's straight up just like a shot of mark and or steven in a mental asylum yep and it's just like are we getting that storyline too and then how do we get the storyline of the gold dude in it like there's so much to cram in that i have to believe that these are all setups for like future things but they only have you know, we four more Oscar has only agreed. He's only agreed to do the one season so far. Yeah. So, like, I don't know how they fit all this stuff in and make it, you know, like meaty rather than just because real talk. Even though I loved, even though I loved episode two, when he goes to meet the cult and he's sitting there and Ethan Hawke is just like talking to him, dude is just like, "Let me explain to you the entire plot of this entire TV show." And now we will talk about the gods. All right, here's the gods. I was it's with Kanchu once. Yeah. Here's some. Uh, it was just a lord up. And in the background, there's people watching. Shout out to whoever. Very good. Long cult. ago, to, yeah. Whoever long ago decided all cults must watch nature footage. Whoever that person was, that is the best cult trope ever. There's like dolphins are cool. Like every time. Uh, but like, yeah, he straight up just like dumped lore and that's fine that also is because we have six episodes and they got to get through stuff and there seems to be so much stuff to get through i don't know how we do there that. there is a lot is to like... get through yeah i do wonder it's if like some reverse... of it's gonna be like flashbacks like i wonder if like the mental asylum is gonna be a flashback from when stephen grant first came into play Could i would be. like to say that i did kind of uh hit the nail on the head another bronze prediction was correct I said that Mr. Knight wasn't going to appear in his usual form that he does in the comics, but it was going to be an Easter egg or a throw or like a, a shout out or totally a call right. out to the yeah. costume the way they did with Kingpin. 
And I was right. Yeah, Mr. Knight is just like the, that character's name. I mean, that character could come into play later, but as it stands right now, that's just a costume that Stephen Grant created when told that he needed a white suit. But it's not the Mr. Knight character that goes and works with the police and yeah, that, is like this other personality yeah. of, or I guess like this other facet. I think of that's Moon the Knight, superhero like, origin story of Moon Knight is Stephen as Mr. Knight. Because, like, he, he saw that he had power when he punched that thing. He, like, straight up gra- grabbed the bumper off that car. Like, he definitely has a sense of power. But when he's talking to Mark, he's like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm... Or Marcus says, I have no idea what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm doing. What you're doing. Let me take over. Mm-hmm. Let me deal with this. And then straight up Batman, like, shows up <laughs> with some of the best shots could, like, in the episode. I could see this character, like, working with local authorities and solving yes, crime. Like, could you imagine him with his cute little nightsticks going up to people and being like, oh, do you need protection? Do you need my help? Yeah. I suppose I could help you. I've got these neat little stickies and I've got my little suit and maybe I could take care of it for you. His little fucking... That's what I imagine British people to be like. That his whole like, <laughs> I'm Stephen, float like a butterfly. Thing like yeah. to be, I'm Stephen with a V. There is like, a hooligan that's somewhere that's like, you what, mate? You yeah. what? <laughs> you what? But like, as, as someone who's never been over there, like, I feel like that's what Americans like think of, like, where they're like, oh, they're so proper. You're all fur coat, no trousers. You are the way he was doing that. I was like, <laughs> that's what I would. That's what I would do to mock a British person. I'm that's what worried. I would do to mock them. The chavs the, would be very mad. I'm a little worried about the potential <laughs> tangent that I might set this show on at the moment. Is anyone else surprised how, like, not shocked the people were that this was happening in front of them? Almost as if a man exists in the middle of the ocean somewhere. I mean, they really tried to sell the idea of of him being, like, a weirdo in a costume flinging himself yeah. around the things but admittedly the things that were being flung around were like people were was getting ripping hit by cars creature. apart yeah yeah like people like there was at some point someone would have been like something's going on here especially after layla or whatever her name is throws the bottle yes on you its face see a thing. yeah like i don't know but meanwhile the old nans are like oh look at this oh, he's he's a baby crazy. yeah i was like oh boy yeah, I, it 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 is it is super interesting to see also that uh, the 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 like the cult. I, I like obviously I I love I love a good we're a cult and we're trying to do good but we're evil trope but yeah. like if the premise of the cult is we are judging you based on how good you are it's minority there's a report. lot of like yeah there's a lot of <laughs> bad people like the things they're doing in that cult i guess they're like oh we're doing it for good reasons but like they're straight up killers in that (laughs) there's like bad people in that cult i think that arthur only like he only judges in front of all those people but when he kills that person in the alleyway they don't know that he does that i think that's part of the like you know uh, two-face-esque of arthur harrow um right because I, I, I don't know what happened. I guess he just gave the, the people in the cult shelter and food and all that stuff. And that's why they, they hang around and they got all the, you know, the markings on their wrist. Um, 
but it, it didn't apart from shelter food and all that stuff he didn't really seem to have like any other control over these people apart from just providing so i'm curious to see if there is some sort of other leverage that exists that we just yeah. don't know about um we you want to mention the videos oh could the, be. their eagerness to like be they give me like um military vibes like maybe they were all former soldiers like could be uh, that's, maybe. That's, the, that's the vibes they were giving from that village scene like with the guns and stuff like a lot of them at least feel like oh like we were instruments of like you know justice but now we're gonna uproot evil from the yeah that that was just the vibe i was getting maybe i'm wrong but could be we, it, they didn't go into like very great explanation apart from this dude judges people and these other people are mystified by that and that's I mean, they literally have a whole town in like germany somewhere where uh, you know it seems that, pretty I big mean, yeah it is i it, i would love to know the size of this like ami cult oh we're gonna see because they seem to be egypt they're gonna be there yeah they they seem to be like hydra level where they've got people everywhere like oh we need cops we got cops we need like guys to make lentil soup. Oh, we got a lentil soup guy. You know what I mean? Like they got everybody up in there. I don't know. Chat crazy. Chat brought up a good uh, calzone. Says he specifically said to Stephen the difference between the medicine and the disease is dosage. Perhaps when he judges people, there's some sort of like uh, mind control or something that like turns them into thralls for him. That might be how it how it occurs um, as part would, of the process. You know what? I don't know if I mentioned on this show, but. I have mentioned this before in the past. My dear, sweet friend, Crendor and I, we hung out. Uh, we did a live show in December. Yeah. We hung out one night at his house, and we started watching, like, just random ASMR stuff. And I was As like, none do. of this does it for I was like, none of this does it for me. This is so weird. But we found this one girl. Her, her whole thing is she, like, keeps saying good job after everything. Oh, I've heard and this I was from like, yeah. I was like, something about this, like, does it for me. And... I wonder if the idea of, I'm telling you, it, it does it for me. I don't know why, but, but, but what I'm saying, the point I'm getting to is that on a like grander scale, having a dude judge you and say, you're a good person and you will never do anything bad the rest of your life. I think that's like a powerful, uh, true. Like, like you can control people by being like, Bro, you're like perfect. Especially if they have checkered past, right? Yeah. Like if somebody like killed a bunch of people in the Iraq war and then came back to America and felt like a piece of shit about it, isn't mm -hmm. this person the perfect person to like kind of reprogram you into his cult? And the fact that he kills the homeless man, like I feel like there was almost like a judgment that happened there. A worth or evaluation or something. Yeah. yeah. And he says yeah. sorry to him. He doesn't like he doesn't I don't think he even judged he, him. It doesn't he just said like sorry malicious. and then killed him. Yeah. But like why else would he do it? The man handed over the scarab. Yeah, I don't I I thought about that too like uh, it, when I watched it a second time if it was like because he had nothing to offer him or if Arthur is a lot older than he's letting on. And he's siphoning health from them. Yeah. There, there was a crazy I, fan theory that I read, and it, I, there's definitely holes, but a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, the fan theory in specific that actually got a lot of people supporting it is that Arthur is not a uh, 
avatar of um, the Egyptian god that he says he is, he's actually Anubis. And he's trying, like he's trying to find the the god that he's looking for so that he can kill him and become like the uh, the person that rules the pantheon, the realm of the gods. He or, does seem uh, to know quite a bit. Yeah. The thing is, is that Anubis isn't like a bad guy. Yeah. I, I would I would say well set, in, in general lore. That would be like if you want a villain, if you want the, the version of Egyptian Satan, set is pretty much it. Anubis so is I would death, imagine though. like what yeah, yeah, like Anubis, Anubis isn't a bad dude. Like, Lays your heart on the scale, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like I don't know, unless they deviate very that, drastically from canon. That could just be the staff that's judging and not him. Well, because the way it works is like you die, you go there. Anubis is like, "Welcome to hell uh, or, or the afterlife." Yeah. And here's the deal: there's a scale there, and either your heart is weighs less than a feather, or I feed your heart to this giant Amit alligator, and you cease to exist. It's like way worse than going. It's like you disappear, and everyone forgets you exist. Like that's the that's the. But he's not like a bad guy. He's like, "This is my job, bro. Okay. This is what I do." But, like, there's actual evil deities in the Egyptian pantheon. So, yeah. like, that could be a thing. Because, I mean, that's... Some of the footage that, that has been out there, like, they're not... They're definitely in some weird pocket dimension bullshit fighting. Um, and that, it, I don't... I would, it's surprising to me that someone like Arthur can actually combat someone like Moon Knight if it's just a dude with a cane that can judge people. There's got to be something I, I else going on. Say, I will say the one thing that seems a bit, like, not to support, like, not to add too much to this, because I'm not, the one thing that seems suspect to me personally was that when he strikes the ground and summons a creature, it is a jackal. Yes. So, like, and, and, I actually didn't clock that it was a jackal until in the script, Mark Spector says, it's a jackal. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah. oh, that's a jackal. And he recognized it as a jackal. And Anubis does have a jackal's head. So, I mean, yeah. I just think it would be a weird writing thing, I guess, because like I, I view him as like, I don't know. I view that character as like not somebody that would be like, Unless unless you're right and it is like a ploy, the way he does, the way Arthur does talk about stuff so casually does seem like he lets on more than he does. When he's like, the other gods, they don't even, I'm like, well, they don't even take him seriously. He throws temper tantrums. Yeah, he's a joke. Like a little yeah. child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he said that, I was like, well, as an, you're claiming that you're an avatar of Amit. I can understand you knowing that god's impression Conchu, but how do you know everyone's impression of Conchu? Right. And the like, fact that he's not at all phased and he's like, can I talk to Mark? Like, he's like ready to like fight Mark right then and there, right? He's like, can I talk to Mark? Like, you know, like, and, and Conchu's like making all this stuff happen. It does seem like, well, you're not giving Avatar vibes. Like, you are giving. <laughs> There's something you know, going on. Yeah. And, and it's also a little crazy to me that he just, in a very normalized conversation, amongst a bunch of people and the second episode of the show just like drops oh yeah i was a former avatar blah 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 like that's kind of a big plot 
thing to just casually drop. I, I think that was a lie. Um, but I don't know who it could be. It maybe he maybe he is who he says he is, uh, and that's that. When, when the scene where Arthur shows up at the museum, and I'm trying to find it right now, but whatever. The scene where he shows up at the museum, does he say to Stephen that the reason Amit was in prison is because Amit was betrayed by the former avatar of Amit? I think that's what he says. I don't remember the specifics of the conversation. Oh. And I you feel like that has, that. that's a huge plot point that like, I don't know what, I don't I, like, that seems super interesting because then, cause I think that means to me, that seems less like Arthur is, you know, Anubis or set or whatever. And more just like Arthur is a former Conchu person who's like bitter about being a conchu person and is being used by amit or something betrayed by the other gods avatars is what someone in chat's saying the other gods avatar other gods avatars plural so mm. i guess if i guess if conchu can have an avatar then like all these gods can have an avatar sure yeah i don't man there's a there there's definitely a a like twist coming for sure yeah i think there's gonna be a lot of like gotcha and i'm here for it i'm ready for it but it all yeah they're dropping a lot of like weird little hints of things and uh you know even even the story of mark and layla and they're like we won this adventure together remember how we found this thing and we did this mm -hmm. like there's a whole plot a that we just on. don't know well, about. i think yeah, that's there's a lot we don't interesting know too i do think like I, I do think I have a theory as to why the power dynamics have shifted so much. I think that, and this is really sad, I think that Mark Spector was planning on finishing this job and then just ceasing to take control of the body ever again. I and think just he was going to let Stephen Grant, because I think he, like, the one thing is, he says something's changed, right? Yeah. I think what's changed is that Khonshu has now spoken to like Steven too. So Conchu kind of fucked up Mark's plan. Like it, it was Conchu. Conchu like is like talking to him, telling him to do this stuff. He's like messing with him. Right. And yeah. that fucks up things for Mark because Mark at one point could have just, that personality could have just receded into the background, like a fly on the wall. And Steven would have went through his entire life. Never would have approached Layla, you know, never. And Conchu's influence like would kind of be, gone in some ways you know but now not only can he manipulate steven into continuing to be an avatar but he has access to layla again yeah man can i ask a question could be do we do we know the status of of our two main antagonist and protagonist during the snap they they have not mentioned anything regarding the snap whatsoever. And we don't know anything about why Arthur is no longer we, the avatar of Conchu. He said well, we don't know if it's the reason, but he basically says that like Conchu judges people after they've already done bad. Uh the I'm blanking on whoever he's the fucking avatar now of uh, or says that he's the avatar now. She judges people before they've done bad. And it's more efficient, yeah. is what he says. 
I wonder, can I? Amit, sorry, I'm blanking on the names. I know this isn't what happened. Do you think he got snapped and then he made an avatar? Yeah, what if Arthur got snapped and then Contra was like, well, I need an avatar, picks Mark. Arthur comes back, sees that like, that he's been left behind and, and he's bitter about it. And then he's given the chance to like, you know, uh, well, if Amit was in charge, people like Thanos wouldn't exist because we'd get rid of him immediately. Like that kind of thing. Could be. I don't, I don't. We, we don't know anything about timeline of this show. They, they have not looped it back into the grand scheme of MCU yet. You know how like cults train you to like not to ask questions and stuff. Like what I love that Mark kind of, or sorry, Steven kind of shows that like as soon as he starts asking questions, how defensive Arthur gets. I had a similar line of questioning when he's talking about, there's always another job. Like Konstu doesn't let you go. And I was like, okay, but then how did he let you go? Like right. I had that thought almost immediately, Jesse. So I didn't, I hadn't thought of the snap. So you've actually placed the, cause I had that thought where he was like, there's always another job. Cause my, if, if that was me, he was talking to, I would be like, okay, so how did you get out? If there's always right. another job and Conchie's not just going to let me go and he's going to keep, he's going to keep giving me jobs. What did you do to get out? Like, how well, did I you? I think we have confirmation. His did you just retire? Passport... His passport was issued during the snap, apparently. Chat's also the saying date there's, on... there's a logo on the bus in episode one of GRC, and that's like post-snap confirmed. So so this is definitely post-snap. He So Mark was around alive during the snap. And so I think that could be like a, you know, if they were going to make this show like 99% not connected to the grand MCU, but like this one thing, I'd be fine with that. I'd be all right. You want to hear like... my other crackhead theory? Because I have a second yes. crackhead theory. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. We love crackheads here, Bronze. Please. So, <laughs> okay. So, Steven can see the the jackal, and nobody else can. Uh huh. He can also hear this voice that nobody else can. We well, can see Conchie and, too. Yes, and Arthur. Arthur seems like he can see and hear Conchie too, but then he kind of does the classic cult thing of gaslighting and is like, oh, well, I just know his playbook because I used to be an avatar. What if he's still an avatar and the reason that he wants to awake Amit is so that he's no longer an avatar? What if there's more than one avatar? Could be, yeah. I, we don't because know the logistics he, of it. Yeah. he gave, the way he's reacting like, oh, he said this, or oh, and the way he's responding, that to me very much is giving that he is hearing it. And then he's like, oh, well, I know his playbook. Yeah. That was my other theory until Jesse brought up the snap thing where I was like, I don't think he's exactly free yet because of that same line of questioning that I was talking about where I was like, well, he says, oh, there's always another job. There's always another job. And and like why Conchie still hasn't really answered why we need to stop him from getting to Amit's tomb. Like he hasn't really truly answered like, what like i think if it's because if he goes there he won't be an avatar i think he's found a way to cleanse himself or get this this you know get rid of contrio but that that's just one of my working theories i don't know if that's a crazy theory but it's just something i thought if they were if they were smart the way this show would proceed is that we would all come to the understanding that no matter what's happening between arthur and mark the real like asshole is Conchu. 
And if we can get that scene from the comics where he just like smashes Conchu's head, that'd be the coolest shit, period. If he was like, I'm tired Conchu of your bullshit, that'd be amazing. Horrible. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, there's no, like, that's kind of what I like about the show, but it's also kind of like what's sad about it. Like, in, and I like that they figured out a way to touch on it in a Marvel way, in their own mm-hmm. way, because I felt like they were missing that with the very first episode. That's just my opinion, chat. Sorry if you don't agree. <laughs> but they're like the way Khonshu talks to Mark is like an abusive relationship mm-hmm. where he's like, I made you. You were dead. I fucking made you. You fucking owe me. You think you would be you? I am you. You think that body's yours? That body's mine. Like that is. I'm telling you, that's an abusive relationship. When That's not a, oh, you are my fist and you are my avatar. That's like a, you owe me, you little bitch. And I'm going to fucking take your wife. And I don't care that you're fucking attached to her because I'm going to fucking do what I want. So if you ever stop doing this for me, guess what? I'll fucking make your wife do all this shit for me instead. Are you sure you want to fucking quit? Are you sure you want to fucking turn on me? Like it is 100% manipulative abusive like it's not a good relationship right so i understand arthur wanting to be like why he hates conchu there's there's actually a large part of me that doesn't hate him or begrudge him of that because it's like he seems like doesn't seem like a good person he seems like a really awful person and then you have arthur uh, motives is like talking to i felt that was when my heart broke for steven he's like talking to steven relating to them and then he says oh well you're broken that's why Konshu chose you that's also grooming manipulative cultish behavior like you're broken your brain's broken he goes for people that are weak you don't have to listen to him you could listen to me instead like you shouldn't listen to him you don't have to do everything he tells you you know like but Konshu went for you because you're weak and you don't have a support system and your brain is like basically shit piled into a skull and and like I, it broke my heart when Steven's like, I'm not broken. I was like, you're right, baby. Don't, <laughs> let, <laughs> don't, don't let this man, you know, talk to you like that. Because I immediately recognized where I was like, oh, these are like multiple influences that are all like trying to like claw their way and get and they all just want this fucking scarab, right? Yeah. And unfortunately for Steven and Mark, they're like in the middle of it and it's well, I think I don't know. It's kind of sad in places for me. I agree. I agree. Um, I think the scarab part of the storyline is going to be closed in episode three. I think they're going to move quick uh, through that, and they're going to like get to the temple. There's going to be some sort of confrontation because we saw in some footage for future episodes that there is like an upcoming confrontation. I don't know where we go from that. If episode four is like mental hospital. Five is him getting out of that through like the Lemire run. And then six is him basically doing what happens at the end of the Lemire run. We're accepting the like different personalities and like they're the greater, some of their parts or whatever. They move forward. There's straight I, up I a know. shot. There's a shot they keep using over and over and over again in all the trailers where it's him getting shot, falling backwards into some water off like a pedestal. That is yeah. either about to happen or a flashback of how he got in with Conchu. He's in One a suit, two, right? All, uh, no, he looks like he's in like his like Indiana Jones style. Oh, his garb. Like okay. I'm, yeah. So it's either the past when he was with Layla and they discovered the scarab, and he gets shot and falls backwards, and Conchu's like, "Got gotcha, you, bitch." 
or <laughs> it's something that is going to happen and then that's going to lead to him being like in his own mind and we're going to get some weird trippy like in the three seconds it took him to fall backwards he yeah. had like this whole episode in his brain like i don't know it's gonna be weird there there's another thing from the trailer is they're like standing on the pyramids and like yeah light is zooming yes. by them there's some so, strange shit going on i'm ready I, there's I gonna be some wild stuff yeah i don't know if that's like pocket dimension bullshit if it's like the realm of the gods uh, or the Ennead, or, or i don't know you know what it does have it does have a um like a uh like you know when uh um like black panther would like go talk to bass and there was like this yes. like the, the color totally yeah, yeah. of it it looks very similar to that the same purples and the same hues that's interesting i'm you brought up black panther i was uh that's the ancestral plane at least according to black panther um i really want to know if this is tied if they tie it in within this show at all to black panther and boss being like present in the mcu because that's a straight-up Egyptian god, right? Like he's part of the pantheon. Uh, I feel like there'll be, there'll be a mention, maybe. Yeah, the, the only thing that they say in Black Panther is, uh, Njobu says, A warrior shaman received a vision from the panther goddess Bost who led him to the heart-shaped herb, a plant that granted him superhuman strength, speed, and instincts. The warrior became king and the first Black, Black Panther and the protector of Wakanda. That's it. Right. And you see Bost uh, with, like, the panther, uh through whatever imagery they're showing in and the all movie. the ancestors are like panthers in the tree yeah yeah they in the come down in platform yep. yeah 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 um and so i i don't know if that ancestral plane is like you know where that exists if it's pocket dimension bullshit if it's the realm of the gods that like that's the little portion that bost controls that's connected to the full realm of the gods or if that's ever going to come up in moon knight uh, but I would love to see that sort of thing because uh, eventually this has to tie into the MCU, the greater MCU. They haven't done it yet. There's yes. been like small bits and rumors and whatnot, but eventually like, you know, a black knight has to show up or a blade has to show up or something has to occur. But if it's just in the post credit scenes, I'm going to feel a little bit let down because of that. But they've got so much to do in the next four episodes. I don't know. Get what ready to be let down do. then. Yeah, that's one hundred percent post credit is going to be what the they connection could do. to the MCU. Yeah, uh, it, it's probably going to be a Blade, um, Black Knight thing. One hundred percent. It's going to be Black Knight for sure. I have to. It's one hundred percent going to be. It's all England. Yeah, Kid Harrington. Compl I would not believe anything else. Yeah, I mean they could do two of them, but yeah. You know what I want to talk about. What's that? Can we talk about that dope ass song that played at the end credits? Yeah, I actually yo I, I let Ross. that play twice uh, through both credit both times I watched it. It was good. I was gonna tweet. I, I was gonna love tweet that they didn't just about, do yeah. stereotypical. Yeah. You know how like yeah, anytime yeah, yeah. they show like a vista of the Middle East, they do yeah. like. And here's the thing: being half Pakistani, yeah, sometimes we ululate, but that's not all of our music. <laughs> okay so sometimes when they show these places i'm like okay that's a part of the musical culture sure but that's not the only thing and instead they fucking came out with that banger it's i was good. like and they didn't put it the red good. tint on egypt i was like <gasps> when that fucking curtain opened and that music started playing i was like oh girl i like this <laughs> i was excited 
You know, no, that, that, was, didn't even, you know that didn't even hit me that there was no tent. It was just like there was no red filter. It was, it was just, just like the pyramids. It was the opposite of Wonder Woman. It was the opposite yeah. of Wonder Woman. It, it was, was the opposite like, of everything, really. Yeah. Look at but, this. But, but, Here you go. I, I and I will I will say that that uh, that scene I think was it, it's Marvel does a very good job of not like when they. And I don't know if this is a post Black Panther thing, but they have done very good lately of being like, yeah, we're not going to go for the for the the tropey version of this part of the world. You know what I mean? Well, the, the like director they're, they're is actually Egyptian. trying. The director of yeah. this show is Egyptian, so he was probably like, "Fuck all this bullshit! Like we're yeah. going to do this the way this should." And I appreciate be it. Yeah. I appreciate it because, like, Bronze is right. It is a big stereotype that. Uh, you know, anytime you go to different parts of the world, every part of the world has a special filter. Every part, like if you're in India, yellow. It's for some reason yellow yeah. filter every yeah. time. Yellow, yeah. Right? yeah. If if you're like in Egypt, there's like a weird red tint on everything. Every time, it's and and it's like cool, I guess. They literally it, did it in the Wonder Woman movie. So we're not even talking about old movies. They did it in the Wonder Woman movie. It had the it. ugly tint and the it, what, very the one tone, one note of like what they what they outsiders perceive egypt to be go watch uh extraction with fucking thor himself on netflix dude it's, that movie is like all tinted it's two hours of tint <laughs> like it is non-stop uh one of the well, most it's, egregious it's films like, i've seen of this What's like i get it it's hot <laughs> there's places Everybody's in america like that are hot <laughs> It's yeah. the same thing that when they when they show an alien world in a movie, yeah, uh, or on a TV show. If it's like the alien world of the week, it's always a different tint, and that and that's like a weird thing to be like, yes, in our same planet, we're gonna do the same off-world tints because like yeah. it's a different place. You've never been there before. Also, it's crazy. On, like, on <laughs> ex- one more note on extraction: if you want to see Thor beat up a bunch of children. It's also in that movie. There's a fight scene where he just fights a bunch of like ten year olds. It happens. He punch. He straight up just like. I can I tell you, (laughs) Extraction is like a whatever movie, but the actress in it with the bazooka, I've never wanted to (laughs) on the bridge. Yeah, fell in love with the person in that one moment. I was like, oh my god, it's a pretty stupid fun film. They're making a second one of them. There's a second one. So I love her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love at first sight. She pulled Anyways, out that bazooka. And I was like, the music, absolute fire at the end of that episode. I also like in the show. Um, Marvel's done a really good job. I don't know when it started for me. The first memorable one uh, was Captain America. In terms of characters having themes about them, the theme, the reoccurring character theme for Moon Knight that pops up uh, is really dramatic. But also, I think it's cool as shit every time it happens. Uh, they've done it like five or six times now throughout the episodes, uh, and I'm a big fan of it. So I like that stuff. Hopefully they keep doing that. Black Panther has one. Uh, pretty much yeah. every character has one. I, does Thor have? I don't know what Thor's theme is. Thor had one in like Thor 2. I don't know if they got carried on to Thor Thor had 3. a theme in Thor 1 and 2, and then in Thor 3 they changed it to Immigrant Song. <laughs> well it literally I mean, did kinda, anytime yeah, he, they played that song kinda, twice during the movie i mean you kind of have to right like that just... understood but you know just saying yeah 
That's true. That's true. Um, what else? Anything else from episode two? Kind of I love it apart. I love their continued use of uh having them have conversations through mirrors. And I yes. love that we got to see we got to see Mark um as more than just the guy who's like, let me have control, I can save you, let me do this thing. Like that was his whole episode one and half of episode two character arc. And then finally we get to see him as a person where when he's in control, the two things we see him do, one, he's like, shut the hell up, Steven, and breaks the mirror so they can't talk anymore. Dude, and, and he two, gets real like aggro. Yeah. Like he like, punches or he kicks the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah, great. that was great. And then I love that. two is he's like super drunk in Egypt and Steven is stuck in the mirror. Like I, you know what? That shot was brilliant. The shot where it looks like Steven on the bed and he's like, Oh, what the hell am I doing here? And then the camera pans and it's Mark laying on the floor with like booze. That was, I don't know if that was time travel or not time travel. I I don't know what that was. That was, that was Steven stuck in like the mirror world while he was watching mark like run the body and because he was saying like this sucks i hate being here well no no no. Like, I, I, I'm, no I know that. To watch. i'm saying i'm saying the conchu thing was that a time skip or did he like did conchu like make that happen or something you know what i'm what saying i felt like it was egypt? a time skip yeah time skip. yeah where he goes from london to egypt and like how much time actually went by i'm very curious to know what that how fast that was because it was a great transition one of my favorites yeah, I think I've so seen good. in the MCU. Um, yeah. Incredible shots throughout this entire episode. Uh, especially with the when the wolf there with the backdrop of the moon. Incredible. Love that one. Uh, running on the... A lot of shots of him running. Great. Dude, Incredible the shots. best shot of the entire... that The end shot was very good, but the best shot is when he gets out of the car and Conchu's like perched on yeah, the side him. of the building and his staff is like with the light, the street light. That shit was... Like, whoever was doing the cinematography of this episode was nailing it. It was so good. Yeah. It 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 kind of, it's surprising to see it with how the rest of the show is shot. Uh, yeah. When they go into these weird cinematic sequences, really. Um, and I kind of wish that stuff was on, like, a big screen. Because it, it just looks fucking sick. It looks really, really good. Um, and that was also in episode one. A lot of great, great shots there, too. So... Curious to see where we go uh, in the next episodes. I think it's only going to get more and more weirder uh, and more realm of the godsy as we continue on. Um, I hope. I hope it's it's CG was kind of weird. I think in episode two, uh, they definitely seem to save on budget, making the monsters invisible, <laughs> but also not invisible when, when she throws the water or the wine bottle or whatever. Um, we'll see if that continues on. Uh, and I also wonder if we're going to get anything else from like the realm of the dead of, uh, of Egypt, or if we're just going to continue to see jackals, it'd be kind of sick if we actually got to see the gods themselves, uh, and whatever they look like, that would be really badass. but it might be big, too would, big of a reveal. I would love to see that. I would love to see any other, like Conchu's cool, but like, I'd love he's to a see minor some guy. other. Yeah. He's not like a big but I would say Amit is a minor god too. They aren't. They neither are. of them are part of the big that, nine. And, and if everyone has an avatar, or at least these guys have an avatar, who the fuck is the avatar of like the big gods? Right. That yeah. That seems like a much bigger character 
than Moon Knight. I, I don't know how Moon Knight became the. Maybe they don't make avatars. Maybe they're like. Maybe they have enough them. power to where they could just do what they want. Yeah, maybe they're like in their pyramid spaceship. Like, imagine <laughs> being Amit and Khonshu fighting each other, doing this type of chicanery. They're children. they could just step in and say like, "Stop this shit." That might be a, a thing. But like, or maybe it's like when you're the older sibling and like your two younger siblings are fighting and you're like, yeah, get them. You're, what, you're going to let them get the upper hand like that? You know, like you're watching them fight and clothesline each other and do these wrestling moves. And there's a part of you that as the older cousin or whatever is like, maybe I should break this up. You definitely shouldn't stone cold stunner your brother. But there's another part of you that's like, this is entertaining to watch. I'm. Someone just said Ra's avatar is intense in the comics. I got to I got to see what this looks like. His name is Atum. Is that? Oh. Okay, so there's like full lore. He's the creator god, the god of uh, fertility. Originally an elder god known as Atum, who was created to slay the demons of Earth, becoming Demogorg, the god eater. After he slew the creature, he ventured forth uh, to the sun to be reborn. He became the progenitor. Genitor of the Heliopolitan Jesus Christ Heliopolitan race of those who lived in the extra extra dimensional realm of celestial Heliopolis adjacent to Earth and was worshipped by the people of ancient Egypt. He's also a member of the Council of Godheads, battling all threats against the pantheon of Earth. Unable to enter the earthly plane throughout the history, he would pick chant. Uh, pick a champion this is really poorly written i uh, would pick a champion who would work as an avatar and be guided by his will uh of the lone warrior and would be called the sun king they like forgot so many words there in this paragraph that i just read I'm, there is i'm nervous to continue reading if you want to be really disappointed go look up the egyptians gods in marvel they're all like set in Earth 616 is straight up. That's like, what I'm looking at. I'm looking at Ra right now. That's a tomb. Set looks like, uh, you know, in the, for, for my people who are old, in the G.I. Joe movie, the old animated G.I. Joe movie, how there was like Cobra Commander, but then like the dude above Cobra Commander, who just was like a dude wearing a big Cobra outfit. That's what Set looks like in Marvel. It's the least creative. It's like his lower half is Doctor Doom and the upper half is that like Cobra Commander guy. It is not very good <laughs> i just i hope we don't ever see that it, serpentor yeah it looks just like him dude he, he it's Look not good looking that's from the now comics. that's cool that's that's interesting that, this I, is Kanshu looking over the future sun god or sun king i don't know it's it's like that i think is super interesting it's i don't know man it's weird that they would make Khonshu dress that way, but then I guess, I don't know. Khonshu's kind of a dick, so I guess he wouldn't conform to Egyptian dress code for, like, the gods. I don't know. I have no idea why. They look so vastly different. I didn't... Uh, I mean, it makes sense. I didn't realize that there was that much lore on the Egyptian pantheon and, and Marvel. I mean, this is deep like there's multiple multiple story threads around here i really wonder if this ever gets covered there was the god squad 
in in Marvel. Uh, the God Squad was assembled by the Council of Godheads at the behest of Athena in order to fight against the Scroll Pantheon. <laughs> Though most of the members are scattered and destroyed in the final confrontation, Hercules, Amadeus, Cho, and Snowboard Snowbird survived to return to Earth, having fulfilled their mission of crushing the alien deities. While Amatsu Mikaboshi rules over the aliens god, free of the seal of the Kami at last. What the fuck am I reading? This is like way too deep in the Marvel lore books. This, I, I don't know if we'll ever get there. Also, by the way, the transportation device of the God Squad, it's the God Mobile. It's a wooden, ship, it don- it's a wooden ship donated by the Australian gods. Who are the Australian gods? I'm not clicking. I'm not going that deep. We don't need to know. Any I'm, of that. You know what's so... So I went to go look up like all the different gods and all the different origin stuff, right? Because I was, I was equally curious. This one passage, I don't know if this is lore that we're going to get. Where? Because I think... I think this is this is in the Marvel database. I think that um, this probably is negated by the movie Eternals, but this passage is crazy all right one celestial came to earth four billion years ago before the other celestials and died its body fluids spilled onto the planet changing it forevermore according to loki is because of this giant cosmic accident that earth is so unique among all the planets in the universe for being such a hotbed of superpowered madness we kind of got a little bit of that in eternals I mean, we we kind of we kind of got something, but really it was Earth was special because it was like there was an there was a celestial in it, like it was a celestial egg. It was very yeah. uh, World of Warcraft rather than it's special because a dude straight up like died and and shed its blood on it, right? But like that's a super interesting like we're, like the reason why. People from Earth could beat us Celestials because we are of Celestials. Like, that's pretty, like, that's, I I don't know. I think that's a fun twist. Chat's informing me now that the latest run for the Avengers, they live in the Celestials' body in the current comics that you just referenced. So. (laughs) I think they could keep this MCU thing going for a couple of years. Yo, if they, here's the thing. Source material to draw from. I would. We're gonna be sixty and watching like, oh yeah, there's Wolverine. I would change my tune as a human being if the giant god in the middle of the ocean turned out to be the like base of a hero and villain. If they just like someone inhabited that thing, I'd be like, greatest setup in the history of setups. All right, I'm back. I'm back in. Yeah, but right now it's nothing. It's nothing. It's not. It's not. I don't. Uh, we. I feel like there should be some sort of grandiose bet on when that's referenced, but I really don't know if it's going to be <laughs> until Eternals two. I cannot stress to you how more and more people on Reddit are asking the same question I've had. They're like, why is no one talking about this? And it's a valid question. It's let me a ask you this: valid question, Jesse. Does that get referenced in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness? I'm going to let you know. I don't think it does. Shit. Because I don't I, think it does either. I was seeing if we have differing opinions on that. No. I that. think they're not going to talk about it one bit. Which 
only infuriates me more. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling you're not going to talk about it. We may get something in Thor. Maybe, because that's space But what related. about that Reddit thread? Yeah, that's what we're talking There's about. so many Reddit threads. So many. And everyone's like, when are they going to mention but it? And they simply it. don't. We could, look, Black, Black Knight specifically wouldn't know about this. If he shows up in Moon Knight in a post credit scene, maybe. But here's the thing. Why would Black Knight go to Moon Knight and be like, bro, did you see that fucking giant man in the sky? You yeah, won't. dog, I did. Cool, we're going to go fight Dracula. Like, there's no that doesn't make sense. There's no connecting. No, it, the, the best it's going to be is going to show up because Stephen lives in England, and he is also in England, and he's like, oh, another British superhero. I need your help. We need to go save my girlfriend in space. That is straight up well, as much as we're going to get. If they... If they, if he does show up, then Captain Britain has to show up. And Captain Britain I don't think... has been rumored to already be uh, in like super early pre-production. Uh, so maybe. Maybe? I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that there's a lot, like they are, there's so so much like midnight suns there, set up happening right now there is yeah that like that and if you're gonna do a group that takes on demons and dark gods you gotta i think ghost that's a gateway into fighting celestials yeah ghost rider like bring all the more fantastical things and then you could be like yo we can defeat demons we can do this like let's go we can take this to space and save my girlfriend here's you know the, what i mean like here's the gigabrain Hashtag not an ad thing. What if that uh, Midnight Suns game got delayed? Got delayed because? Because there's going to be some tie-in with the proper That's what MCU. I was just thinking, dude. That's what I was just thinking. They're missing a bunch of members, though, of that uh, in terms of, like, canonically. Sure, but, like, they have time. And I think... a having a good setup like one of the things that we forget is all the setups we had for marvel took 10 years yeah and we are on technically year let's not two. pretend we're technically on uh, i would say we're still in like maybe year, year one. one and a half because COVID of, we had us. two yeah. years of covid yeah so like i would say honestly we're still like in the very beginning of whatever is going to be the next because because we got the, the, the movies that we had that were sort of like the beginning of phase four were the ones that should have been in like 2020. And then they pushed them and pushed them and pushed them. Yeah. And so we're still technically, this is like, we're, we're just starting 2021 technically in the world of Marvel. I think so, Captain Britain's definitely possible. Uh, Henry Cavill would be a great Captain Britain. Uh, I think he would be down to play him as well. That'd be fantastic. Ghost Rider is one of those things where it's like, look, Nick Cage was fantastic, but Nick Cage can't play Robbie Reyes, and Robbie Reyes is definitely the better version of Ghost Rider. So definitely Agreed. bring in Ghost Rider, uh, potentially from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., although they're never going to fucking do that in the wildest imagination, <laughs> in my wildest imagination. Uh, but some sort of Ghost Rider would be fantastic. Uh, probably a, sh a show. And then uh, you, you have the Blade movie, 
And then at the end of the Blade movie, that's where Midnight Suns begins. Dude, it all imagine leads up to Blade Knight or uh, Blade. Imagine the, the meme end, if up. Moon Knight shows up in Blade and he's like, "Blade, where's my fucking money?" That'd be amazing. <laughs> Blade, you nerd. That'd be so good. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's cool. It's exciting. I'm I'm getting excited about Marvel stuff again. Uh, ever since, really, I think No Way Home popped up. The the craziness is back on board, uh, and we're kind of on the on the path with all these shows coming out again. We've got Moon Knight leading straight into Multiverse of Madness, uh, and then that leads into the summer. We've got Thor. Uh, we've got uh, the the ABC show of uh, Miss Marvel is kind of. That's maybe the one where I'm a little bit like, eh, we'll see. We talked about that before, but uh, it could still be cool. I think, like... That'll probably have ties to, like, Eternals or something. Eternals and, and, like, it's the good... So far, The you know, watching uh, um, Shang-Chi was, like, that was a solid, good movie. Like, that was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, And Eternals and Black Widow were like, all right, they were kind of like there was some good parts, but like it felt very phase one-y where there's like some good stuff, but like there's also some bad stuff. But I will say that Spider-Man, you're right, it it had the like hype factor. It had like, the big I Marvel loved, movie factor. Yeah, it had there was like a hype to it that I think that we were missing so far. That even though there were some great moments and good movies, it wasn't like there was no reason to be really excited. And we had that, and then immediately after we're getting another movie that like is hype as hell and is going to, and is going to give us a lot of stuff. And I think that's what a lot of people were working, like waiting for is this next, like, okay, now we're back in it. Like yeah. we had this awesome, like end fight and we had like, all right, we're going to, it's going to take a little bit. We're going to rev up again, but now we're like in it once more. And so I'm, I'm hoping that what we see and what we get from Dr. Strange continues from like movie to movie to movie from now on. And it just like gets wilder and crazier. And it appears that is going to be the case. So yep. Yep. I'm ready. Someone in chat also said Damien Lewis would be great for Captain Britain. I think Damien Lewis has done acting. But yes, that would be very, at least done for a while. Uh, didn't his wife like recently die in a very tragic manner? Yes, in, in, in 2021. Was that, a, yeah, was that yeah, Olivia yeah. Coleman? Helen, uh, Helen McCrory, McCrory. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. It was, I think it was from cancer. It was awful. Oh yeah. She was in a lot of good stuff. Yeah. 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 He like left billions, which was a giant show. Uh, Oh, Olivia. Will always be my band of brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they were married. I don't know what that says about me. They didn't really show, uh, yeah, you they know. weren't like yeah. out that couple that's like, hello, world, we're together. Like, that wasn't like their thing. Yeah. Uh, someone's asking the show, where? what is, where's our tier list hosted? Is it mcucrew.com slash tier list? You're the one who set it up. Why are you I asking did. us? I'm, I'm blanking on where it was. Chat, where is our tier list? It's been a while. mcucrew.ranking. There it is. Okay. We still need to rank the shows. I feel like we have enough shows after Moon Knight. Maybe we go and rank it. We haven't done the, the TV shows. Maybe that's something that we 
hit up. Well, oh, clearly, man, Iron Fist is going to be somewhere near the top. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, actually, now that, shit, I'm realizing a lot of big things. Now that Iron Fist, all the Netflix shit's on Disney Plus and only Disney Plus, that we have to rank it all. And that means that you no. guys have to watch seven seasons of Agents no. of S.H.I.E.L.D. so that we can do no. an adequate ranking. Uh, I'm going to stick that one at the bottom. <laughs> Done. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Maybe one or two seasons of it being all right does not make it good. So I'm going <laughs> to toss that one down at the bottom. Put it right under Black Widow. Done. Look, easy. Done. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a much better show than Iron Fist. Just FYI. <sighs> like, hands down, from start to finish, I would put every episode, uh, every episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up against Iron Fist. I hate most of the characters of Iron Fist, and I still think it's more watchable than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Only because there's less of it. I think there's just... It's just... Oh... There's a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'll say that much. I think you'd actually like it towards the end, though. It, it Well, hold on. You hate Buffy, right? Yeah, I don't like Buffy. Yeah, Buffy sucks. okay. It becomes very Buffy. So, if you yeah, don't like no, Buffy. No, I'm all right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what was... Can I tell you? Didn't like Hercules, loved Xena. Didn't like Buffy, loved Angel. I don't know what's going on with Oh, An Angel, like... Angel's a superior show. Angel, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love... The second, like when they finally know what the hell they're doing. The yeah. first one always sucks, and then they're like, oh, yeah, no, we know what we're doing. Dude, yeah. Angel has so the fucking Muppet episode of Angel is just Great. incredible. The final scene Great. of Angel with them coming around the corner, uh, still, I think about that scene a lot. <laughs> Randomly, it'll come Great to show. my brain. Yeah. Great. I've seen it a billion times. I've, I think I've watched that whole show probably four or five times thanks to TNT. Way better. Way better. Yeah. yeah. They would show two episodes every morning. Uh, beginning at 5 a.m. Can I tell you? And that's what I would go That's how I with. watched the show. Yeah. I didn't watch the show when it was on TV because, like, that show sucks. But I would, like, lounge around to be like, I guess this is what I'm watching in the morning. And that's how I watched all of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's 5 and 6 a.m. <laughs> I'd finish my yeah. World of Warcraft and Dota. Go to bed. Oh, yes. shit. Time to watch two hours yes. of Angel while half asleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyways, so let's fun. wrap the show. We'll get out of here. And, uh, yeah, we've ventured into cursed content that I want no part of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been there for a while. It happens. It happens. That's how it goes. Also, the Darkhold mm -hmm. and Robbie Reyes is in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., just FYI. If Amit was here, this evil would be uprooted. From the... I'm joining Arthur's cult. You are? I'm going to say. You just want that dope if lentil means, soup. I get it. it I get mean, it. Yeah, I want the dope lentil soup. And if it means Iron Fist no longer exists, you know what? No Iron Fist, no Buffy-esque agents can I, of Can shield. I tell you? He'd be can I tell you? I think that that you've made the poor choice. Because I imagine that you get there and be like, I can't wait till he gets rid of Iron Fist. And then Iron Fist is going to show up and he's like, this is a good man and they're gonna be like no and that's it and you, you're screwed you're screwed you're gonna well, get betrayed no, no. by on, them hold on iron fist would just buy up the like cult plantation that's I'm what he's telling he would you do. he's gonna be i'm he telling you arthur's, arthur's a liar say, this is shit snap his fingers it's bought and then some people would just wheel in more lentil you're soup a liar from, like some three missions 
No, you're lying. You know for a fact that he'd get there and be like, this is good little soup. You know, back in Kung Lung, they had this lentil soup that was really good. But this is, like, pretty good. You know, I could give you tips on lentil soup. By Let the way, they used to chef. beat me back in Kung Lung. <laughs> After they would beat me <laughs> repeatedly, I would make them lentil soup. Like, I can teach you how to make it. Like, I have been making lentil soup for 85 years. Like, yes, but I was beaten once. So I'm going to teach you a better way. Yeah. <laughs> Bronze, do some shout outs. Let's start wrapping up the show. What do you got going on? Where can people check you out? Hi. Hello. I'm that bronze girl. Uh, I just DM'd a one shot on JP's channel called Slayer Society. It's on YouTube. Check it out if you want to. Um, tomorrow night, I'm resuming my ongoing DD show on my own channel, twitch.tv slash that bronze girl. And yeah, that's it. You can follow me on Twitch and Twitter, Instagram, and I guess TikTok now. Fantastic. Jessam, <laughs> how do you feel? Oh. That bronze and stripping got married over the weekend. Oh shit! You um, weren't supposed to tell him that. <laughs> well, here's the thing: uh, stripping's already married, so good luck having that hold up in court. And uh, <laughs> Don't also, I know yeah, uh, and uh, that's fine because uh, I was never in it for the marriage. I was only in it for the pain, so it's fine. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> The I was pain, only in it for the heartbreak. You were in it for the pain and to be told that you're a good person over and over. Yeah, I just wanted someone to tell me I'm a good guy. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, hey, do you like uh, watching JP and I run new raids? Because I think tomorrow is the new 6.1 patch of Final Fantasy XIV. We're going to go do the new big-time cool kid raid. So that should be a ton of fun. I think we said 2 p.m. Pacific? Yep, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern, I think, is our plan. So that's yep, going to yep. be our our thing. And uh, it should be fun. Very excited for that. So come nerd out with me and my boy. There you go. Hello. After this, we'll be doing some MCU crew next week. See how I save that? Uh, but I will be doing some JP and N. My brain's scattered right now. Well, I'll be doing some JP and N for the next hour. Then we'll see where we go. I might play that Kingdom Hearts DLC finally now with Kingdom Hearts 4 being announced. Chat was saying it's important. I might drag myself back into it. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and then just kind of figuring stuff out for the next uh, two to three months as there are no big releases. Um, so different different types of content, things like me and Max playing more Anno like we did this past week. Uh, maybe fit in some Monster Hunter run of some sort uh, as I've been wanting to jump back into that. We'll see where it goes. We'll figure it all out. And uh, then we'll have a more concrete schedule moving forward. So I will be back next week with you two for an MCU crew on. You're doing it. You're doing it. The 26th. I will not be here, though. I'm out. Uh Oh, Oh wait. No. Is it the third? I'll be here the 26th. It's the May. It's the 10th. I won't be here on the 10th of May. It's the weekend uh, of Doctor Strange. So we could try to do that Saturday evening if you guys want to do. Oh, wait. No, I'll be seeing it Saturday evening. We'll have to figure it out. We either skip that week or we do it Sunday before I fly. Uh, Yeah, the 10th is Tuesday. I'm not here the 9th. Apologies. So we'll figure it out. Maybe we do a special Sunday episode of the MCU crew. If we can make it work. I don't know. Okay. Some to some to think about, some to, to plan. So that is that. We're out.
thanks for watching we'll see you next week for episode three of moon knight uh hopefully it's a good one and uh maybe even a thor trailer maybe next monday if not happening it's not happening yeah. stop doing yeah. this okay. yourself okay all right okay it's gonna all be right. the end it's gonna be the end of, of uh dr dr strange love don't maybe. stress maybe so we're out instead thanks. of a proper post credit we'll just have a trailer yeah that sucks because that's what they do now no, oh agreed I agreed hate i hate that give me the trailer we're out of here thanks for watching everyone we'll see you next week for more mcu crew bye bye